You are listening to the Jewel City Podcast. To help spread the gospel of Jesus, give us a five-star rating. That'll help bump us up in the podcast platforms. Additionally, make sure you share it with your friends. In this podcast, we're going to hear a Sunday morning message. I want to thank everybody for your Christmas cards and gifts, gift certificates. We got enough gift certificates. My wife won't have to cook for a month. Amen. Everybody doing all right? I said, everybody doing all right? All right, praise the Lord. I didn't know really what was appropriate to preach the day after Christmas, and uh, I'm not one that's tradition uh, by any means, so I'm going to preach what the Lord gave me to preach, and uh, the title is Live Blessed uh, Rather Than Stressed. Uh, we've all been blessed in 2021. We don't have to look too far to find our blessings. But I would say we've all experienced a little bit of stress. Anybody in the house have any stress in 2021 at all? Uh, thank you, Pastor Aaron. Uh, I want to sit down this morning, try to, uh, again, like I said, I'm not feeling the best today. Uh, but I, I want to share with you out of the book of Numbers, chapter 13, uh, verse 25, and I've, I've preached uh, from these, these verses many times in the last 30 years, uh, but I, I feel like the Lord just revealed, just sitting in my office uh, a few times this week, meditating and, and, and just reading, and I jotted some things down, and I just want to share this with you. My intent today is for us to leave 2021 this uh, strong that we can be prepared to enter into 2022 strong. Uh, I, I'm going to ask you to stand. If I can stand, you can too. Let's stand for the reading of the Word of God. And uh, another thing I fought with is how many verses to read. Normally, uh, when I open up, I don't like to read a lot of verses, but uh, bear with me. I, I just couldn't trim it down. So from the 13th chapter of Numbers, and uh, the Israelites were uh, led out of Egypt with miracle after miracle, and they should have been able to trust God. And it seems like nothing's changed in our lives. If we all look around, we've experienced in our life the leading of God many times. And then when we face some kind of adversity, I don't know about you, but there's times in that I struggle to trust God. I, I, I say to myself, self, when are you going to learn? So hopefully today we'll leave out of here today a little bit stronger. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. There was uh, Moses sent 12 spies into uh, Canaan, the promised land, to evaluate. And, and these 12 were, were gone and, and they came back and we're going to learn a little bit about that. And they returned from searching of the land after 40 days. Uh, and they went and came to Moses uh, and to Aaron and to all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran to Kadesh and brought back word unto them unto all the congregation and showed them the fruit of the land. And they told him and said, we came into the land whither thou sittest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of it. Verse 28, nevertheless, somebody say nevertheless. 
That's where it all started right there. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land. Now listen, he said every, everything is there, man. It's, it's an awesome land, but nevertheless, but. Everybody's got a but. Some's bigger than others. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled. I was reading there about 20, they were about 20 feet wide, 25 feet tall with guards on top of the walls and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anik there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and the coast of Jordan. Verse 30, and Caleb, he stilled the people before Moses and he said, let us, and I underlined us, and I'll get back to that. Let us go up at once and possess it for we, and I underline we, are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw are men of great statue. And I read that and studied that somewhere between seven and nine feet tall. And there we saw the giants, the sons of Anik, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, in our own sight. And so we are in their sight. How do you see yourself today? However you see yourself is how the enemy will see you. Do you hear me? And all the congregation lifted up their voice and cried, and the people wept that night. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, would God that we had died in the land of Egypt, or would God that we would die in this wilderness? And wherefore hath the Lord brought us unto this land? To fall by the sword, that our wives and our children should be a prey? Were it not better for us to return into Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make a captain and let us return into Egypt. Then Moses and Aaron fell on their faces before the assembly of the congregation of the children of Israel. And Joshua the son of Nun and Caleb the son of Jephunneh, which were of them that searched the land, rent their clothes, symbolic of asking forgiveness, being sorry. And they spake unto all the company of the children of Israel, saying the land which we pass through to search is exceeding good land. If the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. Only, somebody say only. only. Rebel not ye against the Lord neither fear you the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them. And I looked and I was studying that a little bit. Their favor was gone from amongst them. You and I, we need the favor of God. 
And in 2022, don't let nobody, no enemy, take the favor of God from you. And it'll only happen when you are fearful and you rebel against the Lord God. Then your favor will be lifted from you and you can't afford to let the favor of God be taken from your life. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. For their defense is departed from them and the Lord is with us. Fear them not, but all the congregation bade stone them with stones and the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. Pastor Aaron, would you just take a moment and bring a microphone to Pastor Rita. Pastor Rita, you pray. God help us leave 2021 strong and enter into 2022 stronger than we've ever been. Saul, go ahead. I feel like preaching this morning. Help us, Lord. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning and we feel strong. You are a good God. And Father, I know that we will finish this year strong. Mm -hmm. And Father, I pray that you would take this word that you have given our pastor and that you heavily saturate it and anoint it. And Father, just soak it full on running over with your anointing that it falls on good ears. And that Father, that we will receive the message that pastor wants us to receive. The enemy will always have a Mm -hmm. nevertheless. Mm -hmm. But Father, we refuse to accept a grasshopper mentality. We are victors and we shall overcome. And 2022 is going to be the best year that Jewel City has ever seen. It's going to be the best year that I personally and that we in this room have ever seen. We declare it. We feel strong inside and we thank you for the victories that you've already given us. Lord, I thank you. I come. My head has been cleared to the ground. I can't bend down in the natural, but oh, in the spiritual, I'm bending as low as I can get, and I'm saying thank you, Lord, for greater is he that is in us. We will rattle and shake the iron gates of hell. We will send demons fleeing. Father, because of your goodness and your strength, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Anoint our pastor. Mm -hmm. Let it fall on good ears, and let us leave here a mighty army filled with victory, Father, knowing that victory is ours uh, and the best is yet Yet to come. come. We pray in Jesus' name. You've got a hand clap of praise. How many believe that this morning? Amen. You may be seated. After 40 days, think about that, 40 days, the spies returned uh, to provide Moses a review of the land that God had ordained for them. Literally, the spies' report proved uh, that God did not lie. Everything that they said uh, uh, about the land is exactly what God told them they was going to find. Uh, The promised land, you and I should be living in the promised land, the promises of God's word. Uh, And what God has said, uh, God... And not lie. They also brought back 
physical evidence uh, of the fruitfulness of the land. Now in Numbers 13 and 27, and they told him and said, we came unto the land whither thou sittest us, and surely it floweth with milk and honey, and this is the fruit of the land. They brought back an example. You and I've got examples of the promises of God all around us. Uh, all we gotta do is take a trip back in the memory uh, of our own lives, uh, how fruitful God has been and how God has blessed us time and time again. Has God blessed anybody in the house this morning? Give him a hand. So actually, this verse confirmed the exact wording of God's promises about the land. Listen to back, if you go back into Exodus uh, chapter three, verse eight, and I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And not only deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, but he said, then bring them up out of the land into a good land and a large, uh, unto a land flowing with milk and honey unto the place of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Pezzarites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. Uh, amazing that the spies were speaking of the very nations already in God's promise to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15. Listen to me. God has saved you and I from Egypt. Uh, Egypt is symbolic of sin. He didn't only save us, he has saved us to bring us up out of a land of darkness into a good land of living, to a land that is flowing with milk and honey. God has not saved you to leave you where you are at. God has saved you to promote you and to move you into the promised land, the promises that God has for you and I, and we've just got to claim the promises. Is there anybody that would like to claim and latch a hold of the promises of God. Somebody give him a hand and a shout of praise. Woo! Listen, I need a chance to take a breath right there. That's why I'm asking you to put your hands together despite the fact that God confirmed everything the spies said. They deemed this invasion impossible and they threw in the towel. They deemed this mission impossible. They, they were unified, but they were unified in the wrong direction. Do you hear me? Psalm 74 and 14, you are the God who performs miracles and you display your power among the people. Now, I don't know why everybody's not healed. I don't know. I don't have all the answers but he is still a God of miracles because we had a great concern of Madra, one of our prayer warriors in this house. The, the sister, the daughter, that ain't good, is it? The sister of Pastor Harita. And they told her that that mass that was in her neck, they had just expected that it was cancer. Just prepare for the worse. And it would be woven around all these nerves. And it can leave you like a stroke patient. But after the surgery last month, 
Sunday morning that God who performs miracles in the doctor's words, when she opened her up, the mass literally almost fell out and there's no cancer. He's still a God of miracles. He's still a God that is worthy of our praise. I said God is still a God that will perform miracles and we ought to give him all the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Woo. Listen to me, don't get discouraged. The Israelites were discouraged. Discouragement, and I was thinking about this in my office, it just dropped in my spirit, will abort your miracle. Discouragement will abort your miracle. The Israelites ended up, they spent 40 years on a journey that should have only lasted 11 days. 40 years because they were discouraged and they become defeated. When you become discouraged, rebellion will set in. When rebellion sets in, you'll walk away from the promise and the presence of God. 2021, there's been a lot of discouragement even in my life, but I got my second breath. Uh, as she's prayed, greater is he that is in me, that is in you, than he that is in this world. You can't afford to be discouraged. You gotta trust God. You gotta walk with him by faith no matter what comes your way, not by sight, but in 2022, you let the devil know that you're not walking by your eyesight, but you're walking by your faith in a God of miracles that'll never let you down. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Listen to me. They spent all their time thinking about why going into the promised land was impossible. Thinking about that, they were discouraged. It wasn't the distance that stood between them and the promised land. It was the condition of their heart. How is your heart today? Is your heart right? Does your heart hunger for God, for his presence, for his leading? I can't make it on my own. I've tried before and I mess it up every time. I need thee, Lord, I need you. More today than I did yesterday. Rather than focusing on what the Lord required them to do, they had already, listen, they'd already defeated Egypt a country that was greater and stronger than them and they had defeated them and they won without ever lifting a sword. They won because of obedience in God. They saw water come from a rock in the desert. Water came from a rock but yet when they get to the promised land, they still can't believe and we think, well, I can't imagine. Yes, we should because we're just the same way. We'd rather do dwell on the report that it's gonna be malignant. A lot of people would just dwell on that, but we chose a different report. Again, I don't understand why everybody's not healed. I don't understand everything, but I know he's still a God of miracles. And he's still a God that is worth following. He's a God that's never let me down. He's been better to me than I've been to him. He's been better to you than you've been to him. He's a good, good father. Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. So what happened? 
So what happened on this journey? And he'd witnessed miracle after miracle after miracle. Fear entered into the picture. And the report changed from a statement of God's faithfulness. Of The report should have been all along how faithful God's been. But now that report has changed to the obstacles they see against their own ability. Their own ability. I, I can't win any battles on my own. You can't win any battles on your own, in your own ability. But with God, all things are possible. Numbers 13 and 33, and there we saw the giants, the sons of Anik, which come of the giants, and we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, and so we were in their sight. How, how do you see yourself? You always got your head down. Are you always defeated? You know, I, I, I've not felt good, and, and I've got this urinary tract infection, and there, Pastor Aaron came in my office this morning, and, and he said, how you doing, man? And I just told him the truth, and then I thought, man, I don't want to be no Debbie Downer. I ain't looking for attention. When you, sometimes you don't feel good, you don't feel good. You hear me? But I don't see myself as a weak individual. I see myself as a giant slayer. I get knocked down once in a while, but I get back up. Why do I get back up? Because Jesus was knocked down. He laid in a tomb, but he got back up. And because he got back up, I can get back up. Because he got back up, you can get back up from whatever's knocked you down in 2022 and say, I'm going to the enemy's camp and I'm gonna take back what the devil has taken from me. You ought to just stand, could anybody and everybody in God's house stand and make a statement by rejoicing in the Lord that I'm getting back up, that I'm gonna take back what the devil has taken from me, from my family, that we are going to enter into 22 stronger than we've ever been before. I believe that. Come on, give God a hand. Oh my goodness. I just looked over Danielle. I know you've been knocked down a time or two, but I'll tell you what, what an inspiration she is. She inspires me. She gets back up. Do you hear me? Anybody ever been knocked down? Raise your hand. Anybody ever been knocked down? Well, if you're sitting beside somebody that don't have their hand up, just go ahead and knock them down. <laughs> My goodness gracious. And there we saw the giants. And we looked like grasshoppers. The negative opinion of 10 men. The negative opinion of 10 men caused a great rebellion among all the people. The Bible says between men, women, and children, there were somewhere around two million people. And 10, 10 men caused a great rebellion among the people. Can I tell you, it is human nature to accept opinion as fact. Opinion. My opinion don't matter, Doc. God's word is what matters. Be very careful voicing your negative opinions. The land flowing, the Bible says, with milk and honey is a way of describing how rich the land is for the people. Milk and honey. We are living in a land flowing with the blessings of God. 
I don't have to look too far to see how good God has been to me. It's a slogan expressing God's goodness and his promise of the land of Canaan. Listen to Numbers chapter 14, verse eight. If the Lord delight in us, if, very conditional, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us, a land which floweth with milk and honey. In Numbers 14 and eight, God had led the Israelites out of slavery, had led them out of slavery. He had led them through the desolate wilderness. Right up to the very edge of the promised land, he had protected them, he had delivered them, he had fed them, and he had fulfilled every promise that he made unto them. What stopped them? What stopped them? A four-letter word, fear. Fear aborted the mission, the land of the promised land. I don't know, about every year, about this time, I begin thinking about, because January 8th is right around the corner. And January 8th of 94, we started in a garage with 23 people. Been a lot of negative things spoke over me. I could have took the opinion of a handful that said it can't happen. But you will come to a crossroads in your life like I did. And you'll come to that crossroads and I believe there's some here today that going out of 2021, you're at a crossroads in your life and you've got a choice to make. I'll take that back. We all have a choice to make how we'll enter into 2022. And I could have listened to the naysayers and a handful of people that said it wasn't possible. And it wasn't possible with man, but with God, all things are possible. Amen. Now here's the thing that's been in my mind. If I'd allowed fear, and there was days that fear came into my life, and there's still days, but fear not only aborts your mission, your promised land, but it'll abort your children's and their children. Because now, I'm dedicating babies that I dedicated their parents. Be very careful what you allow somebody to sow into your life. Be very careful when that small group of people tells you it can't be done when you've already got a promise from God. Because if you have a promise from God, then no man can stop it. Do you hear what I'm saying? I don't care what the promise is. When God speaks to you and God tells you something, you latch on to it and you take it to the bank because God cannot lie and God will show up and God will deliver your promise. Somebody give God a hand clap. I hope I'm helping somebody. I hope I'm helping somebody. You can't listen to everybody. Do you hear what I'm saying? Listen to me this morning. He said, if the land, excuse me, if the Lord delight in us, then he will bring us into this land. If the Lord delights in us, what's in your heart that God is not pleased with? Leave it in 2021. Bring it to the altar this morning and lay it down and don't pick it back up. 
And watch God move you into the promised land that he has for you. He says this land is flowing with milk and honey. It's visions of pleasure and visions of plenty. Canaan was a good land and enjoyment of the land would follow faithfulness to God. And here where I gotta use myself as an example, when I've experienced the goodness of God, it's because I've been faithful. And when I find myself in a season where maybe it's not like it should be, most oftentimes I can look back in my own life and say, uh oh, I'm not being what God wants me to be. So 10 of the spies saw the obstacles rather than the opportunity to finally settle their families in. Man, this hit me like a ton of bricks. And I wrote it down on the back of this first page here. Families are unsettled. It just came to my mind, in my spirit. I said, Lord, what are you telling me? Families are unsettled. Families are in financial debt, credit cards up to their ears. Families are chasing this hobby and that hobby and building bigger homes and trying to buy better cars. All this stuff, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that stuff, but you can have all that and be unsettled. I'd rather be settled. And I'm a firm believer, Pastor Rita, when you're settled, that other stuff just shows up. Seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. And all these other things shall be added unto you. Do you hear what I'm saying this morning? The people believe the spies and they believe 10 people. And they decided they were not going into the land and they needed someone else to lead them back to Egypt. And we'll talk a little bit about that in a while. Caleb and Joshua in Numbers 14 and 9, only rebel not against the Lord, neither fear ye the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us, fear them not. So there is Caleb and Joshua giving them a report. Don't be too quick to reject the advice you don't want to hear. I'm gonna repeat that again. Don't be too quick to reject the advice that you don't wanna hear. Isn't it amazing that we only wanna receive advice that we want to hear? And some of the best advice I've ever been given is the advice that I didn't want to hear. So be careful. Verse 10, but all the congregation bade stone them with stones. Whenever people allow fear, and whenever I allow fear to reign in our lives, it cancels the faith. Fear will cancel your faith, and then you will live a stressed life. How many's ever been really stressed at a point in time in your life? How many, during that time, your mind just kept going and going, and it just kept breeding other thoughts? Next thing you know, you're thinking everybody's out to get you. Everything's wrong. That's the enemy, do you hear me? Because the Lord don't give us a spirit of fear. Stand with me this morning. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, that means absolutely nothing. 
God's power has no obstacles, none. So anytime you and I experience difficulties, the only thing that is required of us is faith. Do you hear me? Can I repeat that again? Anytime we face difficulties, the only thing that is required of us is faith. God is true to his word. He's true. God came into my bedroom. I didn't see him with my eye, but I seen him with my spirit. My God, came, God came in my bedroom years ago and I was laying in bed. It was probably around two o'clock in the morning and I was weeping. <laughs> I've told this story a hundred times. Lynn, you can do this, okay? My wife said, what is going on? I said, God's in the room. God's given me the vision for Mosby Cove. Kids were little. She said, you and God need to go outside because you're scaring the kids. <laughs> God spoke to me that night. And there was nothing in here at all from Route 19 in, nothing. It was woods over on the other side. I came down where Charlotte and Kevin lives and I sat in the field and it was a bright night. And I called every board member by that time, probably 2.30 in the morning. And they walked, I waited on them and I watched little flashlights one at a time come down through the woods. And we sat down in the meadow. And I told them what God had told me. And I'll tell you, God was all over me still. And there was no voting or nothing. They just said, let's go. When God tells you something, and I've had, in 28 years of pastoring, I've had people come up and tell me some of the craziest stuff. Crazy. One guy come in my office one time, he said, the Lord sent me here to tell you that you're gonna buy me a race car. And I'm gonna race it with Jewel City on the side of it. And I'm gonna give the church all my winnings. And I said, I'm glad God told you that. But he didn't tell me that. And we ain't buying no race car. Had a guy come here one time, the first time here. Told the ushers he wanted to see me after church. That's a flag right there. Came in my office and he said, Pastor, the Lord told me to tell you that I'm to be your assistant pastor. And I sat back in my chair and I said, well, that's great. But he didn't tell me. So you just have a seat with everybody else till God tells me. He never came back. I could go on and on all day. But when God tells you something, you need to hear me. When God tells you something, Johnny Bates, you better latch on to it. You hear me? John Weekly, when God tells you something, and I could go around the room, when God tells you something, you don't need somebody else to come to you and tell you what God said to tell you. God knows your name. And God knows how to talk to you. And when God talks to you and tells you something, you can make that deposit in the bank. I don't know when it's coming, but it's on its way. If you believe that, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to ramble all I want to. We gave communion here the other night, my wife and I, on Christmas Eve. A young couple came from Buck Cannon. Craig and Erica. 
They sat right back there, and I didn't know who they were. My wife said, who's that? I said, I don't know. They came down. I just told them I didn't know. And they said, we came first time on the adult program. She said, we've been married two years, and I've been praying for him. And I, I knew I wasn't supposed to get married. He wasn't a Christian. She said, but I come attached to him. I said, that sounds like a puppy. That's what I told her. She said, I prayed and I believed. God told her it was going to be all right. He got saved at our program. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. He got saved, came back for the kids program and he stood right here and he said, man, it was great too. And then he said, do you have a Bible study? Because I want to learn. Do you really want to learn? What God has said, God told that young lady it'd be all right. God cannot lie. My oldest boy's here and I've been praying for him for over 20 years and God told me he'll be all right. And he's all right. God's power has no obstacles, none. God is true to his word. I want to share this and then I, I got several more pages, but we'll just quit. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't preached in about three weeks. First Peter 1 and 23. I, I feel like I'm just trying to teach this today. Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. For all flesh, listen to me. For all flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. Peter reminds believers that everything in this life Possessions, accomplishments, people will eventually fade away and disappear. My dad would be dead. Excuse me. My dad ain't dead. My dad's more alive now than he ever was. My dad passed away this coming March. It'll be four years. My mom's been eight years. And I'm not one that goes to the cemetery. But this year has been a little different for me. And I went and I bought a grave blanket. And I went down to my mom and dad's grave. And as I walked around their grave, and I seen grandmas and grandpas tombstone. My brother, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, all of us in that little corner. Everything will change. We talked about it in the back. But one thing that will never change, God and his word. When God speaks to you, and he does every time we pick this up, everything will change but God's word. 
Don't rely on man's philosophy or man's human ability. Only rely on God's word. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy understanding. <laughs> Everything changes. I got so much more I'd like to share. Let's leave 2021 with a mentality that we're going to trust God even if you have to bury your closest loved one in 2022, God is still God. God is still faithful. He made a way. He made a way. He's a way maker. Huh? I don't know what's coming down the road, but I know what's at the end of the road. <laughs> Hallelujah. These are not tears of sorrow. I feel overwhelmed by his goodness. <laughs> I know, Bruce, you'd like to tell me I'm ugly when I cry. Uglier. Uglier. Oh. Oh, that's pretty bad, wasn't it? That was loud. Every head bowed. Every eye closed. <laughs> Take someone by the hand. We're so blessed. Let's leave our stress behind. It was a comparison. I want to share a comparison with you. Moses and Aaron got down on the ground and prayed. <laughs> Here's a comparison. The 10 naysayers said, let's choose a new captain to take us back. To take us back. Can I tell you something? You don't have to look very far to find somebody to take you back to where God's brought you from. You don't have to look far to find somebody or something because misery loves company. Don't let nobody take you back to where God has already brought you from. And I promise you in 2022, there'll be people that'll drop off because they allowed somebody or something to take them back where God has already brought them from. Don't do that. And most often it's discouragement. Don't let your promises be taken from you. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Nobody looking around. For every believer in the house, every Christian, if you've struggled in 2021, if you say, Pastor, I feel like I've been knocked down a whole bunch of times and I need some greater strength to help me in 2022, would you slip your hand up high? God sees those hands all over the building. Father, I sense your presence here today. Help us not to be fearful, Lord. 
for those that raised their hand and I'm sure many that didn't. Strengthen us this very moment. I pray God that we leave not discouraged, but we leave encouraged. Knowing God that you have given us promises. And God, we're gonna take every promise that you have given us and stand on it, no matter what comes our way. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, maybe you're here this morning and you've never given your life to Jesus. <laughs> Greatest thing I ever did was ask Christ into my life. Bar none, the greatest thing that I've ever done. Right where you're at this morning, I'm not gonna come to you, I'm not gonna single you out. If you've never done that, the Bible says today is the day of salvation. Why not? Why not give your heart to your maker, to your creator, to your savior? Right where you're at, slip your hand up if you'd like to give your life to Christ today. Slip your hand up high. I'll see your hand, ma'am. Somebody else? I see your hand, ma'am. I see your hand, young man. I see your hand, ma'am. Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Every head up, every eye open. Looking right at me. You need to pray this prayer and you need to mean it with all of your heart. You just, you just can't repeat the words that I say, but you need to have that personal talk with the Lord right now. Say, Lord Jesus, repeat this after me. Lord Jesus, today, I give my heart to you and I ask you to forgive me and I trust you, Lord. From this day forward, I do my best to live my life for you. I repent of my sins, Jesus. I'm sorry, forgive me. In Jesus' name I pray, and amen. Now listen to me. Like the young man that came to communion, he said, do you have a Bible study? And he said to me these words, he said, I wanna learn. What you did this morning is just the beginning. Just like a newborn baby, you can't stay in the crib. You gotta learn to crawl, and then you learn to walk and talk. And same way in your spirit, man, you've gotta learn to grow. So before you leave this morning, I want you to go to the information desk. And they'll get your name and your phone number and your address, and I promise you I'll call you in the morning and I'll have a word of prayer with you will point you toward a Bible study, toward a life group. You gotta make a decision, hey, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna grow, amen. Can we give God a hand for those that give their life to Christ this morning? Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. 